Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Leo Effects. Today I am joined by a very special guest. I'm super excited to talk to him. You know, he's the man, the myth, the legend, the, the guy behind the curtain, if you will, and in front of the curtain, and we'll get to that. But please allow me to introduce Mr. Jimmy Starr. How are you, sir? I'm terrific. Hello. It's so nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and talking to us today. We got a lot of copy, uh, a lot of things to kind of go over because you've got your hand in a lot of proverbial cookie jars. I sure do. You're not kidding. <laughs> You're not kidding. I, I, I am. I'm. I do. I throw as much shit out as I can and see what sticks. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, that's a good way to go right now. I mean, you know, just gotta gotta do what you gotta do to make it make ends meet. No, you no, absolutely, and it's fun. Everything I do is related, so everything is entertainment related. Right. So you're a publicist. You're an actor. You are a writer, a producer. Am I am I missing anything? See, I'm a well, I'm a television talk show host. We got nominated to be on the ballot for the Emmys. Um, then I am, uh, let's see, publicist, actor, producer of films, author. Mm, I guess that's mostly. I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, also, so I can also do a lot of stuff with that. Oh wow! All right, yeah, you. Um, I've dressed Madonna and Elton John. I did the costume design for Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, I've worked on a whole bunch of films, so, so I kind of like do everything in the in the whole vein. As long as it's entertainment related, I'm pretty good at it. Wow! Yeah, you really do. You got your your fingers on the heartbeat of entertainment. It sounds like. I absolutely do, and I love every second of it. <laughs> well, I should hope so, or you would have gotten out of it a long time ago, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, but it's all fun. Well, let's kind of talk about some things a little more in depth then. And, you know, I'd like to start by talking about uh, World Star PR, like your uh, publicist agency that you created, all right? Yeah, I created it not by myself, but I have a partner. Her name's Eileen Shapiro. She's a New York Times bestselling author, and um, she's phen she's phenomenal. And we started we started the World Star PR as a fluke. We uh, we went on a, a celebrity ghost hunt, which, by the way, our comic book comes out tomorrow for that. Oh, cool! And uh, 
celebrity ghost hunters, and we went with a medium, and Ron and I, my husband, who's the co-host of the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and Eileen Shapiro, and and uh, Ricky Rebel, who's a pop star who was on Madonna's record label and used to go on tour with like Madonna and Michael Jackson. And um, we all met through the same publicist, and we had met, they had all been on my show, and so we all hooked up to go do this this ghost hunt in New York at the insane asylum in New York, uh, uh, in Long Island someplace. Oh, and afterwards, wow. after, after, after we did it, we found out that the... Um, we all met through the same publicist, and, and that the publicist charged them everybody money to come on my show, and everybody f- charged uh, everybody money for Eileen to interview them because she's a big interviewer. She interviews like the biggest stars on the planet, and 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 Eileen and I were talking, and we were like, oh my gosh, look at that! Like everybody's paying to do all these things, and I didn't get a nickel. I booked a hundred guests from this publicist, and she was charging them twenty five hundred dollars of pop to come on my show, Ooh. and um, and so I was like, I didn't make any money at all. That's not you know such a good thing, and so we. Uh, Decided to uh, start a PR firm, and we had we came up with the name about four days later, and at World Star PR, and then we had ten clients our first month, and we've never looked back. About six months into it, I got named uh, best entertainment publicist in the United States. Holy cow, that's that's a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, I don't do anything half-assed. So like, if I, I I do it, I go all in for everything, or I don't do it at all. That's that's perfect, and that's the best way to be as a publicist. You don't. You don't want somebody repping you that's doing stuff half-assed, you know? No, absolutely. So, so it's been a it's been a really fun, and we have some great clients. You know, we work with Scott Page from Pink Floyd and CC Peniston, and we've had Caroline Williams, who's a scream queen, and we had Tom Proctor from Guardians of the Galaxy, and so we've had a whole bunch of great, you know, guests, and we work with a lot of terrific people, and we just love love every minute of it. That's awesome. Have you ever had somebody? that wants to be repped by you, but you're like, ah, you don't have what we're looking for? Or like, what is it that you look for? Well, we didn't do that at the beginning, because in the beginning, when you're establishing yourself, you just need clients. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but now we're particular, much more particular than we were. And basically, you just have to have talent, really. Nobody has to know who you are, but you have to have talent. Sometimes we get some musicians and stuff who, uh, you know, come and, and want to come on board. But then when you hear how bad the music is, you know, like it's not good for your reputation, you know, because if people see you represent representing those people, they might not think you're very particular. Yeah. You know, if, if it's just not good, so you kind of got to watch out for your reputation. But but uh, we have a, a good time, and everybody's really uh, uh, everybody that we work with is totally really 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 talented. That's amazing. That's that's really cool. What do you like? What do you do as a publicist for your clients? Basically, you get them publicity. You book them on radio shows and television shows and podcasts and in magazines. Um, and try and get it so their name is out there. So when you Google them, all kinds of stuff comes up, oh, okay. um, and, and and which helps. You know, the 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 more well known you are, the better your social media following. The more, the bigger your social media following is, the more opportunities you have to get involved in different things because everybody looks at that. Right. You know, and for, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people who have great social media followings with no talent whatsoever. Um, and and unfortunately, everybody really looks at that social media stuff. They look at your plays and your views and how many people follow you and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's how they determine, you know, how worthy you are, which which I don't totally agree with. But that's just the way it is. And so everybody's got to work on it. Right. Exactly. That social media and your followers is kind of like how you gauge people these days. And that that's kind of a, a false way to do it because you can kind of pay to get followers, really. Yeah. Even though I think that that's a lot harder to do that now than it used to be. Because I know that that like on Twitter and stuff, you used to be able to buy followers, but I don't think there's so many places that you can do that kind of thing anymore. But well, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, 
I mean, like, like uh, they did a thing though when they were talking about all the celebrities with fake Twitter followers, though, and that something like you know Lady Gaga has sixty million followers, but only like you know like back in the day, this was a couple of years ago, and only like four million of them were real, oh, or wow. something, you know. <laughs> and so uh, Kim Kardashian, all those people, they all have a ton of fake followers. I don't know if they still do because I think I think that uh, you know Twitter tried to dump a lot of that off of there and didn't let people do that anymore. But but yeah, there's a whole bunch of people. I mean, it's just unbelievable, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good thing, though, that they they did away with that or tried to stymie it somehow, because, you know, that was a big deal. And that's why I still thought people did it. Oh, no, I I don't think they do so much anymore. I mean, maybe they do, but I I don't think that they do. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? (laughs) Well, well, I'm not one of them to do that. So I wouldn't know. But (laughs) there you go. So World Star PR, where did that name kind of originate from? You know what? I, th- I think Eileen might have come up with it. I'm not exactly sure. We were just throwing up names. I wanted something global and big because eventually World Star will PR will turn into a um, – actually, we've already bought the domain World Star Universal because I want to like publish books possibly in the future, possibly you know do some kind of record label in the future. I want to do a management company and manage people. Um, and kind of make it like a big, like become like our own, like CAA or one of those big agencies that reps a lot of big people. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So that's the long-term plan. It might might take a while to do it, but we bought the domain anyway to make sure nobody else gets it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total (laughs) sense. (laughs) What's your least favorite part about being a publicist? Babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, uh, my least favorite part is like having to remind people to do stuff because unfortunately people just forget. I, I don't know how, you know, like if I have an interview, I remember I have an interview, but like a lot of people, if you're not on top of them, they forget about it. So it's like you're kind of like got to babysit them ah. um, to make sure to make sure that they don't miss anything, you know. Right. Uh, so I don't like that so much. But other than that, I actually love everything in the PR world. I think it's just it's so much fun. I have such a good time. I've met wonderful, wonderful people. We have other publicists that we're really good friends with, and we get to meet all kinds of celebrities and stuff. So it's really a lot of fun. Cool. Well, kind of talking about interviews and things like that, like the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell. How did that yeah. come into being? Because that's a huge deal. Um, yeah, we've been real fortunate. It actually started out as the Jimmy Star show. I've been on. I started doing podcasting and and internet radio before anybody because I'm I'm going on my thirteenth year. Wow. Um, um, and you know, most people just got it in like the last five years or so. But I've been doing it for a very long time. Um, I started out. Uh, answered a Craigslist ad for a radio station that they were looking for interns. And I called and I said, hey, I don't want to be an intern. I want to have a show. I know a lot of famous people, you know, like, like, could I try it out? And so I went in and did a show. I had some co-hosts. And after two weeks, they, 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 so many people were tuning in. They wanted to know if we wanted to up it from one hour, an hour show to a two hour show. And I said, yes. And, and we did that. And then I was on for about, oh, three or four, three years probably. And then I met Ron and Ron and I got married and brought him on, and he was a TV guy, and he's very, very funny. And we brought him on, and we went. We were the number. We were in the number one show on the East Coast, and then we went from the number one show on the East Coast. We were averaging about a million plays, and now we average with Ron on about four and a half million plays a week. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun, and, and mostly because he's from a different generation. Mm-hmm. He's eight. He's eighty. I'm fifty-five. So we appeal to two different generations, but he's from a generation where he's totally unfiltered. You know, he's from a totally different time in the world. So 
you know, he, he's very just, you know, says whatever he's thinking. Sometimes it's, <laughs> it's great, you know, sometimes it's a little offensive sometimes, but it's always funny. You know, and if people don't take themselves too seriously, it's always funny. Right. So what's your show kind of all about? Like, what do you guys talk about? Like, is there a, a set theme or do you guys just get on there and go for it? No, it's uh, just like you. We do interviews, so we, we bring uh, we bring two celebrities on every week, and we interview them. And then in between the celebrities, we just banter, and we have a chat room, and we banter with everybody in the chat room, and we you know banter amongst ourselves and tell people what we did for the weekend and what movies we see, and you know just kind of like people who are interested in in keeping track of our life. Okay. Um, and then and then we bring on the celebrities. This last week we had Pia Zadora, who's a Golden Globe winning actress, and we had Robert Wool from. Uh, well, he was, I don't know how old you are. He was on the TV show Arliss, which was a sports agent show that was really good. But he was in, mm -hmm. like, Good Morning Vietnam and Batman with George Clooney. And he's got a phenomenal resume. He was in The Bodyguard, and I was in The Bodyguard. And so he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Um, and every week, you know, we just, like you, we just find new people to come on the show and uh, do fun interviews with them. And then we, you know, our big thing is our distribution is we're distributed everywhere. We're on about 140 platforms. Right. Wow. Um, and we get, so we get the show out all over the place. Yeah, that's a huge fan base to have, and, and a, quite the the reach. Do you have like a team that handles this kind of stuff for you, or do you do everything? I do it. I do it all. Wow. Uh, well, we're we're on a very good radio station, so we're not on a. Uh, a lot of people nowadays are just have their own podcast and do it all their own, but we're actually on a network. Our show is is on the same time every week. It's just like a regular TV show. You know, you can tune in at the station. Uh, at the same time every week, and uh, so our show's the same time every week. And the radio station got us on a whole bunch of platforms, and then I got us on a bunch of platforms, and then we're on some video platforms because we're on Comcast, um, we're on Roku, we're on YouTube, we're on Vimeo, uh, and then we're on all the all the you know Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, which I guess they call it Apple Podcast now. Yeah. iHeartRadio, yep. iHeartRadio, and, and all that stuff. So we're Audio Boom, Podomatic. So we're on kind of like most of the major platforms. Man, that's that's some life goals right there for any podcaster. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know what? You got to have fun. Uh, you know, we don't make a lot of money with the podcast. So if you're not having fun, it's not really worth it. So you got to make sure you're always having fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's about doing what you love. Now, have you ever taken, you know, any kind of criticisms from fans and kind of worked it into the show to change it? Or do you just stay the way you are no matter what anybody says no we stay the way we are no matter what anybody says we get a lot of people who are criticized you know uh a lot of people are jealous because they're not getting the same hits that we're getting a lot of people get offended easily so they don't like it uh you know so you gotta just kind of like um you know go with go with the flow uh we saw i started the show with a premise and we want to keep the premise going on that way and so um we just do it, you know, we do whatever we want to do and we don't worry about it. People either like it or don't like it. If they don't like it, they don't have to listen. I got a phone call today from somebody. I got a phone call today from somebody who said they'd never seen our show ever. And I put one of our shows up on Instagram TV and uh, and he said that it was one of the funniest things ever. And he's only in his 20s. And he was just like, everybody needs to watch this. He said, this is the funniest stuff ever. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, that he's never had such a good time and he can't believe that he didn't know about the show before. So, right. so I think that you know people have to just have a good time and and not worry about it and and take it for what it is and enjoy it it's fun it's all meant to just be fun and have a good time while you're getting to talk to some of the most famous people on the planet yeah exactly and i i personally have listened to uh quite a few of your shows and 
right from your opening intro, you can tell it's just going to be a fun time. Thank you. Yes. And we even have song. We have an intro song that was written to for us by Ozzy Aziz. That's our intro song. And we have an outro song. That's a hip hop song written by Twism Whitepiece. And so we have our own music, you know, to go with the show that's been created just for us. And, and you know what? Again, I go back to just have to have fun. For me, everything in life, you know, you have to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of having fun, kind of talking on the the acting part and how you you know, you were had a publicist before and the celebrity ghost hunters and all that. You're no stranger to the this big screen yourself. You you're a director, a producer, actor, like you've been in all kinds of stuff. What would yeah. you what would you say is probably your most predominant role that you really kind of promote yourself? Well, I'm promoting myself as a film producer now because I have 26 films in development that I'm working on. Um, uh, and I want to be a producer. I've produced a lot of lower budget stuff, but I'm trying to produce bigger budget films. Um, so I've got a bunch of great things that I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm a terrible actor. Ron is the great actor. I suck, actually. I've been in, a, <laughs> I've been in over 100 things. Um, uh, first of all, a lot of the things I'm in, I'm just an extra, and I only do that to meet people. I go to network. You know, I get I get cast in a lot of indie stuff that way by going to it. I meet other directors and producers. I meet clients to become people to become clients of my PR firm. Um, so basically, it's the whole acting thing is for me to network. Um, mm-hmm. I do get put in a lot of indie stuff with speaking lines. The only reason I get that is because they know I know how to promote. And so people know if they put me in the film that I'm going to be like sharing it all over the place. So they basically put me in it. It's kind of like a pity thing because they want the press because <laughs> ah. I'm really not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good, but I know I'm not very good and I don't even care. I do it for fun. The whole thing is to be fun. And I never get like more than like two or three lines, you know, like they're not going to give me like this big dramatic role because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but about all fun. that, but, all but right. it's fun. It, it's fun. And you get to go and meet a lot of people and it looks good and. You know, I mean, I've got my own Marvel Comics Wikipedia page, and I've been in Marvel movies, and I've been in DC movies, and I did the costume design for Too Fast, Too Furious, and I've been an extra in Fast and Furious movies, and um, so the whole thing is just to be fun, but I don't take the acting thing serious. I take the producing thing serious. I take the talk show host um, stuff steer- serious, and I take the uh, PR stuff serious. Um, there's a company called cred that like rates you in social media. And I got named the fifth most influential radio personality in social media. Um, I was, I was, I was ahead of Howard Stern. I was behind Ryan Seacrest. He's number one. Um, (laughs) but, but I think that, you know, I'm, I'm all about all that stuff. So, so I think that you just do what you do, what you got to do. And you have a good time like you, like you're having a good time, right? When you're doing these shows. Oh, absolutely. It's all about having a good time and having fun. For me too, it's it's all about like you because you're doing things the way I do it, um, and I I really just noticed this recently because there's so many people getting into the podcasting, uh, interviewing business, and I noticed that I see a lot of people who who have uh, great interviews and they're they get they they're like oh my gosh I interviewed this one Robert De Niro or this one or this one you know and I'm like how the hell did you guys like you know do that. And, and then I figured out that a lot of people, I guess, have learned how to get invited to red carpets. And so they didn't really interview those people because the people were coming through a line and they talk to everybody when they go through the line. Yeah. Uh, and because I was like thinking because then I go to the YouTube pages and like each video has like eight views, you know, and I'm like, how do these people like get all these people? But it's different because you and I, we have to have people actually set up an appointment to come to us. You're not on a red carpet. I'm not on a red carpet. People make a time to come on my network on my show. 
you know, and I get all these famous people, but I don't have like red carpet interviews where people are by and, and you get to talk to them because they're there and you're there. Yeah. And I think that 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 creates something totally different. So I think anytime you get a an, an A or a B guest, B list guest, you know, and you get them and they're taking the time to come on your show because they're not at a press gig where they have to talk to everybody, I think it's a real coup. Uh, and so I try to basically, you know, keep going with that and I always looking to striving to find better uh, not better, bigger clients, you know, more impressive clients to build the resume. Just like you'll be doing. How long have you been doing podcasts? Uh, I started last October. Yes. Yeah, so you're just like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're I'm, just getting I'm started, and you've, and you've gotten all kinds of great guests. So like you're you're just you're just like fledgling getting going. You know, I I am um, I I'm trying to get to my ulti- ultimate guest. Like I want to interview Charlize Theron and oh yeah and, uh, and some I have some big people that I want to get to you know get to interview. So I'm hoping that one of these days you know that the the stars align and I'll get to to keep going bigger and bigger with the guests that we bring on the show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That I, I mean, that's kind of every interviewing podcaster's kind of goal in life, I feel. But, you know, I, I'm just honored to have you on the show today talking to me. I mean, you're kind of a figure to look up to in my in my eyes. So that's, that's oh, really well, thank cool. thank you. That's very nice. Yeah. Uh, that's nice that you just say it. I think it's... You know, I think I'm one of those people who believes that you pay it forward. Like, I think that everybody in the world, everybody could be more successful if everybody helped each other out. Yeah, Um, for real. And unfortunately, it's not like that. And so I'm very big. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr in social media, Dr. Jimmy Starr. And so I I basically do Twitter and Instagram and um, all kinds of people always reach out to me to want to like, you know, have me help them. But they don't ever really want to do anything in return. And I don't usually um, go for that. You know, I think uh, I help you, you help me, we all grow together, everybody gets bigger. Everybody's always going to be at different levels anyway. But if mm-hmm. everybody works together to help everybody take a step forward to be better, you know, the world would be a better place. So I try to help, you know, people that that maybe haven't had as much success as I have. And I also, you know, am around to help people who've had lots of success, you know, who need help. I think if we all helped each other and worked out together, everybody would be so much better. So hopefully that will you know, be something that 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 continues, and other people kind of build that philosophy. Because I have all kinds of cool podcasts like yours, you know, that that uh, that I know people on, and I try to help them, and they try to help me, and I think that's the way it really should be. And so I'm I'm hoping that that's something that'll it seems to be working very well during the pandemic, and I hope it's something that continues once we're allowed to go back outside again. Yeah, I really hope so too. To be honest, like because the way things are going right now. It, it seems like everybody is kind of willing to, for the most part, help each other out, throw uh, the proverbial throw a dog a bone kind of thing. Like, oh, you know, I'm stuck at home, so why not do a podcast interview? And you start getting these, you know, bigger named people, uh, A-lists and, you know, high on the B-list on the show, or as IMDb Pro calls it, star power. Um, which is phenomenal. I think everybody needs to help each other out, just like you said. So I hope it does. So I hope it goes that way. It continues. Yeah. And as far as being a producer, like what, uh, do you have anything that's coming out relatively soon that people should be keeping an eye out for? Um, no, I don't yet. I've got a whole bunch of things that are in, you know, everything with producing a film, the hardest thing is to come up with the money. Um, ah, and yes. so I'm, I've, I've been learning cause you know, you have to, you have to pay for everything when you're making a movie. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, get better at that. I, you know, I talk to people all the time, financial people to try to get things financed. Um, I have a bunch of stuff, uh, that's a, was about to be financed right before the COVID thing. And then the investors, you know, wanted to wait to see how it all works. Right. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, so we'll have to see when it comes back, but I'm working on it all the time. Cool. Well, that's good to hear. And do you have any kind of a, uh, advice for somebody who's just starting out as being a producer? Um, network. <laughs> <laughs> but I go to, well, uh, and you're a podcaster, so you would be able to too, but like we go to everything that we can possibly go to that we get invited to. Um, I'm at the point now where I don't usually have to pay to go anywhere. Like I can usually get in. Uh, just because when people look up our show, um, so we don't usually interview on the red carpet. We usually walk the red carpet as celebrities because we're very well known. But we go to every red carpet event that we're invited to because that's how you go and you have to network. The only way you ever are going to move forward in the entertainment business is to network with other people in the entertainment business. So whatever you have to do, whether it's in social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, you know, you need to always network with as many people as you can. And be cool, you know. Don't do it because you have to do it. Do it because you want to learn and you want to work with other people. Nobody ever becomes successful on their own. You always have to have other people, like you know, working with you. And so, I think it's very important for people to, you know, find a group of people that everybody gets along really well and everybody helps promote each other. I have a great, uh, a great system like that on Twitter of people and. And, and we all have our own businesses, but we all support each other's businesses and, and help do retweets and comments and, you know, make suggestions and, and things like that. And, and, and that's what you really need. You need a group of people who can you can network with to help build yourself and help build them because, you know, you're working all together for the better betterment of everyone. Absolutely. I love it. That's some great advice right there. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to have fun. You just got to have fun all the way around. Like. Who's your, what do you call it, bucket list? If you could have a bucket list of any male and female that you could interview in any field, who would you, who is like the person you're like, oh my God, I would die. I would just die if I could interview this person. Who's that person for you? <laughs> that that list is way too extensive to go. <laughs> 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 I think ideally, if, if I had to throw out a name for like a male right off the bat, it'd be Matt Mercer. He's a, a really predominant voice actor i'd love to get him on the show and then i i don't know like as far as uh, a a woman i i really never thought about it because i kind of from c-lister to a-lister it doesn't matter to me like everybody can come on the show i just love talking to people that have awesome stories to tell oh i think that's true and you know that those sometimes those voice actors are I, I don't know who a lot of the voice actors, even though I've met a ton of them, I don't, because I don't watch like cartoons and stuff. I don't know. I mean, I'm very, I'm pretty good friends with E.G. Daly, and she's like Tommy from the Rugrats, and right, she does a yeah. whole bunch of voices. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's been on my show a bunch of times, but um, but I, I I used to go to comic conventions a lot as a celebrity clothing designer to get celebrities to wear my clothes. There was some guy I don't even know who he was, but but there was probably. 3,000 people in line to meet him. And he was not an actor. He was a voice actor. He, act, he, he voiced characters, you know, on cartoons. Mm -hmm. And I was super impressed. I was like, oh, my God, I, he's got more people here than the, like, A-list TV people. And there's more people here to see this voice guy. So there is a real career in that, you know. And, and I'm sure it's, you know, like everything else, you have to work at it to break into it. But I think that there is an incredible fan base for people who are in that. Oh, Absolutely. And and if I was going to be a voice actor, I think I would look for people who are doing cartoons and stuff and see if you could work with them to voice them. And I would create my own vehicle to become famous doing it. Absolutely. I like that. That's a good idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always people doing it. I mean, I always wanted to have a comic book. And so we did a Kickstarter campaign. And now our comic book is coming out tomorrow. And um, uh, I think that, that nowadays it's very hard because there's so much competition 
to, to break into things that the, the best way to break into something is to become your own, to, to create your own vehicle to get there. And then, you know, that gives you experience and it gives you a reel so you can show what you can do. Uh, and then you can move forward from there. But I think that everybody should try to create their own, uh, create their own opportunities because opportunities don't knock on the door. And I think a lot of times people aren't successful because they're sitting there waiting for somebody to knock on the door and it's never going to happen. For sure. For sure. Uh, where can people go to get your comic book when it comes out tomorrow? Um, well, it's going to come out tomorrow. Well, I'm going to get to see it tomorrow. It's getting delivered oh, okay. to my house tomorrow. Um, we, we actually are, are launching a website, celebrityghosthunters.com. And it'll also be on my – I have a blog, an entertainment blog, jimmystarsworld.com. We're number 68 of the top 100 entertainment blogs in the world. And, uh, and so we'll be selling it on my blog and on celebrityghosthunters.com soon. And um, it's going to be hilarious. It's a hilarious comic book, and it's based on a, the, the celebrity ghost hunt that we actually did that I told you about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, at Kings Park, Kings Park Psychiatric Asylum or something is what it was called. And, uh, and it's hilarious, and the videos are on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell YouTube page. We got 260,000 views on it, and it's us climbing through windows because it's abandoned. You know, We're climbing up trees and through windows, and, and it's just hilarious. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds cool. <clears throat> that sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah, you always got to have fun. So we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, I would like to leave a few minutes here that you can let people know your different social medias. If, you know, kind of concentrated area where people can go and follow along and things like that. Sure. Um, I I spend the most time on Instagram and Twitter and both of them are Dr. Jimmy Starr. So it's D-R-J-I-M-M-Y-S-T-A-R or at Dr. Jimmy Starr. On Facebook, I'm just Jimmy Starr. I'm also, I just joined TikTok. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr on TikTok, but I don't have too big a following there because I'm kind of learning how to do it and I'm old. It's really <laughs> for it's really for younger people and I'm kind of old, um, but, I, but I am enjoying it. Um, and then, like I said, my blog is jimmystarsworld.com and everything is on there. You can find uh, all my social media and everything if you just go to jimmystarsworld.com. You can also find out about World Star PR because we have information there and the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell because that's also there. And... If you guys go to IM, you can like our IMDb to keep our IMDb numbers up. You can just look up Jimmy Starr on IMDb. Right on. Love it. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for coming on the show today and talking to me. It really has been just like a blast and a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much. I love it. And I think your show is fantastic. And I hope everybody continues to tune into all your great guests. And I want to thank you for inviting me on. I feel honored that I was invited. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, anytime. Cool. And and just as Jimmy said, thank you to the listeners who tuned in to check this out. Make sure to go to Jimmy's social medias and click the likes, the links, the bells, the notifications, all that stuff, because he's got lots of stuff coming out. He's got stuff in production. It's coming out soon, so you don't want to miss that. You're going to want to keep an eye out for that comic book, because I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. And just, you know, follow along. Until next time, we'll see you all later. All right, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.